Jerry Minshout here with stories of yesteryear and today. A sigh of relief. As I write this in mid-November, the election is over, except for two U.S. Senate races in Georgia, and some lawsuits, none going anywhere, that will change the outcome of the election. But then again, will it ever really end? Not really, because for many years now, as soon as one election is over, the next one begins. Remember the good old days? In 1960, JFK announced for president on January 2nd of election year, 1960. Barry Goldwater in 1964 announced on January 20th of election year. Now you can bet in several quarters populated by political consultants, possible 2024 candidates, they're already assessing if 24 might be their year. The campaigns of 2016 and 2020 were not as much fun for me as I like them to be. I have said for years that I live from one presidential election to the next. I love it. But I also said the election of 16 was the worst choice of my life. In my radio days, I've been both a reporter and a pundit, a commentator. Opinions are who I am, but I am quick to admit that my opinions are worth just what they cost you, nothing. Some of the most enjoyable political discussions I have ever had have been with people that most always vote the opposite of me. So what? That's America. Your vote is your vote, my vote is my vote, and we see how it comes out. That's the way it works. Now, I know I don't have to do this, but as a commentator, I will. In 2016, I did not care that much for Donald Trump, and I did not vote for him in the primary. But in the 16 November election, I did not feel I could in good conscience vote for Secretary Clinton. So, as I put it, I held my nose and voted for Mr. Trump. This year, 2020... I felt I could not in good conscience vote for President Trump. I've seen his presidency. That is not to say I liked nothing that he did. I loved his Supreme Court appointments. He did much to bolster the economic promise of America. But he could not refrain from making virtually everything about Donald Trump. Ronald Reagan was fond of saying, It's amazing what you can get done when you don't care who gets the credit. You don't hear much of that today, do you? President Trump seemed to enjoy besmirching most everyone who disagreed with him, to call them petty, unflattering names, to be a schoolyard bully, intentionally encouraging division among Americans. So for the first time in my life, I marked my ballot this year for a Democratic president, Joe Biden, the man who is now the president-elect. I didn't do it while jumping up and down with joy. And if you're wondering, I voted for every other Republican on my ballot. I wanted pushback from what could be a serious leftist tilt from a Biden administration. He's going to have a lot of pressure in that direction. Maybe conservative columnist George Will said it best many years ago. I like divided government, he said. Nothing much gets done. Wall Street Journal columnist Peggy Noonan says as she went to the polling place this year, she looked at the ballot and just could not vote for either Trump or Biden. She remembered the legendary Edmund Burke, the Irishman who served in England's House of Commons. 
He so loved the American experiment. So Noonan wrote in Edmund Burke for president. Burke died in 1797. It seems others had similar feelings. The Wall Street Journal also reports that in Vermont's 2020 presidential election, there were four write-in votes for Dwight Eisenhower, four for Willie Nelson. I'm Jerry Minshall. To learn more about books I have written and my podcast, go to santafecocktail.com. That's one word, santafecocktail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless.